Charles Benson is TMJ Four's chief political reporter and anchor. Charles, thank you so much for being with us. Great to be here. Great to have you here. I want to talk to you. I want to start with a national story. Then we're going to move local. The U.S. Speaker of the House situation. It was a mess to begin with. Hamas attacks Israel. And now it's really become the focus because everything from a resolution to funding to helping Israel is on hold. How critical, just at a broad sense, is it that we do not have a Speaker of the House right now? Well, I think it's extremely important that uh, to have someone there now because nothing, nothing is moving forward. And this is putting more pressure on House Republicans who do not seem to know where they want to go with who's going to lead them in the House. So you have this internal struggle while there, there is this international crisis, and it's all being played out. So more eyes are on what's happening with House Republicans. When you look within the Wisconsin delegation, five out of the six are backing Congressman Scalise, who got the nomination with in the closed door meeting. And a lot of people, I think, including Representative Gallagher, thought they were going to then march out on the floor and make it official. You have to get the official vote on the floor. He would have needed 217. The split, though, was between Scalise and Jim Jordan of Ohio. What is interesting about this, as they still struggle to see how to get to the 217, is Jim Jordan is the guy saying he's behind Scalise. He's trying to get people who want him to be with uh, Scalise. One of those people is Representative Fitzgerald. He has been behind Jordan. So right now, there still isn't the votes. And as every minute ticks away, every hour passes, and another day passes, that means nothing gets done inside the House. I guess, Charles, a question I have is this, this appearance of disarray or dysfunction, however you want to categorize it, is it more damaging long-term for Republicans or short-term that their own party is divided on what to do here? Well, I think through the political lens of you know what's happening now and how people will look at it, let's say, a year from now, it could be extremely old news. But I just think it speaks to where the party is right now. You have the former president trying to be the current nominee uh, with Donald Trump saying he wanted it to be Jordan. So Parties always have disagreements and these um, different sides. Not, I, I think uh, Mike Gallagher, the congressman from Green Bay, Republican, said there's no perfect candidate here. But as you've watched these battles before, uh, it's going to be interesting to me if it's not Scalise, if it's not Jordan. Who is that other person that might be in the wings that kind of emerges out of this, that builds the consensus that Scalise and Jordan uh, suddenly back or ends this stalemate in not getting enough votes? Keep in mind, it was really eight Republicans who voted against McCarthy that led to this situation. So we're not talking about a majority of Republicans, although the party does seem to be split over whether it should be Scalise or Jordan. Charles, before we move on to a news story here in Milwaukee, uh, one more question. Matt Gates and those that ousted McCarthy, it seemed like a lack of strategy long term. You cover political strategy every day, literally. They decided to oust McCarthy and didn't have a candidate, didn't have a game plan, and now here we sit. What What happened? And I think a lot of people are asking that same question. How do you go forward with something and not have 
a plan B or, okay, if not McCarthy, then who? But I think it shows just how much of a rebel force or rebellion there is within the party among those eight. They're willing to sort of shake things up, not knowing where it might lead to um, down the road and what it would mean for all House Republicans who right now people are watching closely and saying, come on. What, you know, get your act together. Who's going to lead this party at a time when the country is looking for leadership and direction on some of these big issues? Not only what's happening here locally or within the nation, but the international situation. As another, well. another story we've been following here this week, Charles Milwaukee considering pay hikes for the mayor, common council members, other high ranking officials, including police chief and uh, fire chief. Where does this go? And I guess another question is. Why haven't there been raises since 2008? Exactly. That's what, you know, I, I've covered this story for so many years, and there is normally outrage, you know, when anytime you, you sort of look at uh, a paying an elected official more money. And then in this particular situation, because it's been since 2008, you know, the, the size of the increases look pretty big. We're talking about an additional 20000 for the mayor. Mayor currently makes 147000 It would bump up to 169000 But, you know, it's, it's interesting, and I'm just trying to put it in perspective, on, uh, and, and I, br- I think you bring up a good point, because if they had looked at salary raises over time, these uh, big increases wouldn't look as concerning to folks, because it would have been, you know, something within the last two or three years, or they're getting uh, a, a certain percentage over time. Keep in mind, though, elected officials cannot give themselves a raise. They can vote for raises that will be given to the next um, people who sit in that office, which could be them, uh, during the next term. So they're voting for what the increases would be for the mayor after next year's election. So, uh, But if you just look at what Social Security has done in the last three years, what uh, they have given to people on Social Security, in the last three years, it was a 5.9 increase, 8.7, and then I think this year is going to be 3.2. You add that up, that's a 17.6% increase just for people on Social Security in the last three years. And the reason why they do that that they call that COLA, cost of living adjustment, meaning to help them keep up with the rising costs of things. So I think people would make the argument that it, people who are working for the city, who are elected in positions, do get raises or should over time. And so I don't know why they don't do it more systematically versus waiting effort, in this case, 15 years. And Charles, it's important to point out that we talk about the mayor and the city attorney and council members, but this would also apply to staff assistants, deputy attorneys, people all the way down the line that haven't got increases in a very long time. It's from top to bottom. It is. And, you know, when you look at what the governor makes, the governor makes 152000 a year. This would put the mayor above that if this pay increase were to go uh, through. So it is, I get it, it's a touchy subject, and it comes at a time when the city has just passed, um, you know, a sales tax, and it's talked about, you know, the burden it has been facing with the financial obligations. So people are saying, well, if you're so strapped for money, why now do this? They would argue that it has taken this long to try to get to this position, and um, they feel like they're losing workers or losing quality workers if you don't continue to pay them well. Charles Benson is TMJ4's chief political reporter. Always great stuff, Charles. Thank you so much. You're welcome.